Well, good morning, church family. Uh, this is week two of our virtual services. Uh, everybody's doing well, um, but on our team and also in the Garcia household, uh, we're going to do our due diligence to lead by example and taking two weeks off of service. Uh, in doing that, that doesn't mean we have to stop learning about the Word. So if you can, turn your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and we'll also be in Acts chapter 2. In both of those areas today, we're going to be talking about how we can take inventory of what's going on in our life. Now, this is my neighborhood right here. Uh, in, in fact, when Harvey came along, we really got to know a lot of people in our neighborhood. Those are right across the street and those right around the corner. Uh, what's been pretty amazing is all the different skills, all the different talents and tools that our neighbors share. Uh, in fact, one of my neighbors is a great carpenter. And maybe because Jesus was a carpenter, maybe because we were just being creative. Connor and I decided to pick up carpentry as well. Now, what's interesting is we've built some pretty fun things, fire pits and tables and, and islands and things like that. But my neighbor across the street, Lynn, he's built extraordinary things. In fact, if you were to take inventory of his depth and knowledge of things in carpentry world and mine and compare the two, you wouldn't think that I had very much knowledge. And it's that type of thinking that makes me stick a little bit closer to home on projects that aren't, aren't too information heavy. I've gotta have plans and sheets to pull from where he just pulls from thin air. You know, that's taking inventory and making sure that I don't stumble into a project that's deeper or, or greater than my knowledge and that, that I don't waste money on buying wood and, and just destroying it because I went off beyond my ability. You see, that's what the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. He says, therefore, let anyone who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. You see, what that means is, is that the Apostle Paul was telling the church, we need to be careful about what we think we're standing on. We can't become so relaxed that we neglect our spiritual growth, but think that we're still standing strong in our relationship with God. So he says, take inventory, take heed means to, to see, to look, to be aware of what's going on and how our relationship with God is so that we don't fall into temptation. As we start off in 2021, we wanna take a few minutes and just look at what Paul was talking about and what a good example of taking inventory looks like. So look with me in your Bible at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. It says this, For I want you to know, brothers, that all of our fathers were all, excuse me, were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. All were baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea. All drank the same spiritual food. All drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, most of them God was not pleased with, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, now check this out. This opening passage of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 basically reads like Paul letting us know the example that he's about to use are people who had God providing them at every story, at every turn. He's talking about the Israels from leaving Egypt to wandering in the desert to going all the way into the promised land. And in that, he wants to make sure that you and I know that they were the people of God, that they had every possible tool available to them, not only in their relationship with God, but God providing for them day in and day out, 
all of these things, they had security in knowing God's provision. Yet what the Bible says is God wasn't pleased with them. You see, to me, this is the start of taking inventory. It's realizing that if, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you are part of God's people. But that doesn't mean that we can go into cruise control mode and, and check out of our relationship with Him, of growing and developing in our, in our neighborly um, relationship, growing closer to God, finding out more about Him, and then drawing near to Him as our King. See, the people of Israel, they completely forgot who God was. Not that He was there, but by their actions, they proved that they weren't really standing on solid ground. Look at verse 6 through verse 12. It says, Now these things took place as examples for us, that we may not desire evil as they did. Don't be idolaters, as some of, as some of them were. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality, as some of them did. And 23,000 fell in a single day. We must not put Christ to the test, for some of them did, and they were destroyed by the serpents, nor grumble, as some of them did, and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now, these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. Now, think about that for just a moment. Paul tediously goes through this list of, of events that happen in the desert. Two of the most famous bad uh, disciplinary acts. One, we find ourselves uh, at the in the Bible where the Lord says, listen, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. What Paul's referencing is when the people of God, while Moses was up on the mountain communing, getting the Ten Commandments, the people of God were down there building an idol to worship. And, and after they built the idol, what did they do? They sat down and they were happy. They were content. They were relaxed. A little bit later on, it says they were tired of wandering the desert. And they started grumbling and complaining against God. Well, in doing that, God got tired of their grumbling and complaining, his own people. And what happens? He sends serpents. And many people got sick and died because of God's discipline. See, the Lord wants us to know that these people were his. They had everything available to them possible. They knew he was right there and he was listening and providing for them. Yet they didn't take inventory of their relationship. If they would have taken inventory of their relationship with God, what they would have realized is that they'd become separated. They'd become easy on their relationship with Him. They'd started to live expecting Him to serve them instead of them serving Him. They weren't growing deeper in their understanding of the Almighty. They weren't developing their joy and love for life through the lens of God. Instead, they started to presume on the provision of God and live for themselves. See, this is the warning that Paul gives us when he says to take inventory. He says, look at their example and think about your life. Christ led them in, in the fire. Christ led them and he, and he fed them and he provided drink for them. He was the rock. You see, in our life, Christ is the rock if you have a relationship with him. And, and what the Lord says through the Apostle Paul is, look at their example. 
they had everything at their fingertips. And yet, that, that became the distraction of their life. In your life, have you been presuming on your relationship with God? I mean, it's easy in 2020 to look and to think about all the things that we've had on our plates, from pandemics to, to stock market crashes and swings, to financial peril, to relationship struggles, to homeschooling our kids or sending them back out in the world. We could look at all of the trials in our life in 2020, and we would have pretty good reason to think, you know what, God, I've been focusing on other things. Paul says, that puts you in bad company. It puts you in the company of people who God didn't love how they acted. In fact, it said he was not pleased with them because God knows what you're going through and he knows where you've been. And what he wants you to do is trust him through it all. He wants you to grow with him and develop in your relationship with him through everything because in him and through him, Romans chapter eight says, we are more than overcomers regardless of what 2020 was like or what 2021 has ahead. So if you were to stop for a moment and take inventory, what does your relationship with God look like as you start off the year? And where do you want it to go? Well, that made me think of one of my favorite passages in scripture, Acts chapter two, verse 42 through 47. See, we're gonna be walking through our story this year. We're gonna be talking about how to share our story with others, how to, how to enrich our story and our relationship with God. And we're gonna be doing that as we journey with the early church through the book of Acts. Well, in Acts chapter two, the people of God are sitting around and they're, they're just in awe of what God has done. The Holy Spirit has come down on the apostles. They've been preaching and teaching. And so this boldness rushes on this early church. And listen to verse 42 through verse 47. It said, and they, this is the disciples, the Christians, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and a fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayers. And awe came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who were believed were together and had all things in common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings, distributing to the, the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together, breaking bread in their homes, they received food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And God added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Hey, isn't that an amazing picture? <clears throat> Here the early church is just waking up. I mean, the Lord has, through the apostles, allowed his spirit to be known to the world. And the early church has what I think is the most healthiest description that we could have. If we're to take inventory, let's look and see what was a part of their life. First, it says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. You see, taking inventory means, am I devoted to God's word? Am I digging into it in my life, in my habits, and in my truth? You see, you might take inventory of the knowledge that's running your life, and, and you have to look at the fork in the road. It, are you living your life by the knowledge of what's going on in the newspaper or what the latest talk show's saying? Are you living by your gut instinct? What knowledge drives you? The Bible says the early church was driven by a devotion to the knowledge of God through his word and the apostles' teaching. That's 
one thing that needs to find its place in our toolbox as disciples. But that's not all. It says that they also devoted themselves to the fellowship and the breaking of bread and to prayer. You see, the disciples weren't just intellectually Christians with other people. They didn't just go to church on Sunday, gather with their study group, and then break. Part of their inventory of a growing relationship with the Lord was connecting with other believers in deep community because the commonality of Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That depth showed itself not just connecting with one another, but together connecting with God in prayer. God gave them a purpose because of their fellowship. You see, that might be the second thing we need to find in our toolbox. We need to ask ourselves, are we growing and connecting with other people? Maybe before the pandemic you were, but if you were to take inventory of your life now, you might say that's something you've struggled with or given up. Or maybe the opposite. Maybe in the pandemic, God has pressed you together more tightly with his people. The early church had it. And the Bible says that God added to their number. But it didn't stop there because it wasn't all about them. Although knowing God and sharing in his word is a must connecting with others through his word and and growing in fellowship and prayer and breaking bread is a joyful must in a life of disciple it's not all there is the bible says this it says and then awe and wonder came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles all who believed they had things in common and they were selling their possessions and their belongings and distributing their proceeds to those who had need. See, they realized that serving, that ministry was a part of being a healthy follower of Christ. That They weren't consumed with their world. They weren't hunkered down in what was just going on in their circle. They knew that God had given to them richly and they wanted the riches of their relationship with God to be shared and overflowing onto those around them. You see, we need to ask ourselves, if I were to take inventory of my relationship with God, what's the last year done? What's the impact been? Have have I really closed my circle and, and found myself taking care of numero uno? making sure that those that I love have their needs met and as long as my circle is good, I'm good. Well, if that's the case, then look in the words of God and look at the joy of the awe and wonder that happens when God's people become ministers through his power and his name. The church at its healthiest wasn't focused on itself, but it was focused on the world around it. See, we have a pandemic to deal with. They had a persecution. There's always something out there to give us an excuse of why we should circle the wagons. But the Bible shows us that if we take inventory, then we would see that God has a bigger plan for us than just taking care of the small things that we're most desperately concerned with. And in fact, how do I think, how do I know that the church was healthy? Listen to verse 47. It says that they, <clears throat> that they praised God and had favor with the Lord 
excuse me, with people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. See, what was amazing is God showed them that their relationship was good. That they could take heed, they could take inventory and see that their relationship with God was blowing and going because they were finding themselves devoted, captivated by His Word. They found themselves connecting in community and growing deeper in that investment with God's people and with others. They saw themselves serving hand in hand, making sure that needs were met in the community and in the church. And then they opened their doors as God added more and more people's lives to experience the joy of following hard after Christ. Now, I want to do an invitation a little bit differently today. I want you to take a look at the graphic on the screen. We call this the spiral at First Baptist. It's kind of our inventory checklist based off of what's happened and revealed in Acts chapter 2. We know that every believer who is born again starts a journey. And that journey is never ending. That spiral just keeps getting bigger and bigger. But if you were to take inventory right now, are you sharing? Are you sharing in the joy of learning new spiritual and biblical truths and habits? Are you connecting with other believers and, and walking closely with the Lord? and drawing near to Him in prayer? Are you living and ministering for the Lord, knowing that He has a calling on your life? Are you finding yourself asking Him to equip you so that you have opportunities to serve? Maybe at the end of the day, you are a disciple maker, and we find ourselves in the middle saying, God, can you show me other lives that you might bring into our circle so that I might pour into them to. Maybe the beginning of 2020, you started maybe all the way as a disciple maker. If you took inventory at the beginning of the year, you were standing strong. Maybe throughout the year, you found yourself kind of backsliding. Maybe lost community. Maybe stopped serving. Uh, that's nothing to, to get stuck in, but that's something to take inventory of so that you can pursue the Lord with that devotion in the year ahead. Church, God has put a calling that is a gift on our life, but we can't pursue it if we're stumbling into temptation and we don't even know it. God planned more for the people of Israel than rummaging around in the desert for 40 years, but they missed it because they weren't careful to take inventory of their relationship with Him. Well, looking at 2020, let's be different. Let's learn from their example. Regardless of what comes, let's find ourselves committed to always taking inventory of our relationship with God so that we might become developing and growing joyful followers of Christ together. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this day. Lord, you've given us an opportunity to, to share and to know and to be aware, Lord, that our relationship with you isn't something to be taken for granted, but we're to have a real life-giving 
relationship with the creator of all. Lord, if there's anyone watching today that they're taking inventory and they don't have a relationship with you, Lord, I pray right now that you would allow them to find themselves captivated by the truth that you gave your son to die for them. Lord, that they may start a journey with you to full and abundant life. Lord, for your church this morning, it, it's difficult virtually sharing together. Lord, maybe some have been struggling or, or backsliding or, or just stumbling around. In fact, they didn't even know it because they hadn't taken inventory. Today, God, would you let the truth of your word open up their heart so they may delight in the joy of their Father. Lord, thank you for your grace and for this time today. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, church, before we go, a few things I want you to know. If you have a, a need, a, a relationship decision with Jesus Christ, maybe you need encouragement in your walk. Remember, you can go to our website, fbcpeerland.org backslash live, and you can go and fill out a communication form and we'll follow up with you. You can give there, you can ask questions, it's all right there on that page. But I want to remind you, we'll be back in person again next week. And so if, if what you need today, if what you need today needs a face-to-face -face conversation, we want to invite you to join us as the doors open back up, as we pursue the Lord together in a right relationship with Him.